Welcome to On Assignment by God, your daily devotional blogcast. From encouragement to instructions and everything in between, listen in on my conversation with God every morning. It's part devotional, part instructional, but mainly a whole lot of coffee, comedy, and conversations with God. You are a part of a community. On Assignment by God. Start the conversation. Let's go. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blogcast. What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Fun Strong, new last name. And I'm just going to get straight into the blogcast this morning. Is that all right? I hope that's all right on this Friday morning, September 3rd. We are in the third day of a new month. And speaking of new month, I heard several things from Holy Spirit this morning. These were the things that I heard before I opened my Bible. As I was praying, these are the things that I heard. He said, the ninth month is your birthing month. I am doing a new thing. What seems late is right on time. I allow you to see flaws so that you won't put people on a pedestal. Now to you and to me too, this seemed like multiple conversations, right? Yeah, you know, he said, "This the ninth month is your birthing month. I'm doing a new thing. What seems late is right on time. I allow you to see flaws so that you won't put people on a pedestal. Now, as I wrote this down, I was like, okay, Lord, I get the first three. I get the fourth one. They don't really, you know, correlate. But when I opened my Bible, Holy Spirit continued that conversation with me in first Timothy six. And I literally just open my Bible to this and the scriptures that spoke to me were first Timothy 6 6 uh first Timothy 6 14 15 but I just want to read to you all of them because you need to understand the entirety of I don't want to just pull out first Timothy 6 6 I want you to hear all of it. So it says, teach and encourage these things. If anyone teaches false doctrine and does not agree with the sound teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the teaching that promotes godliness, he is conceited and understands nothing, but has an unhealthy interest in disputes and arguments over words. From these come envy, quarreling, slander, evil suspicions, and constant disagreement among people whose minds are depraved and deprived of the truth who imagine that godliness is a way to material gain verse six but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out if we have food and clothing we will be content with these but those who want to be rich fall into temptation a trap and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge people into ruin and destruction for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil and by craving it some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs verse 11 but you man of god but you woman of god flee from these things and pursue righteousness godliness faith love endurance and gentleness Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called and about which you have made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God who gives life to all and of Christ Jesus who gave a good confession 
before Pontius Pilate. I charge you to keep this command without fault or failure until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. God will bring this about in his own time. He is the blessed and only sovereign king. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of Lord who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see to him be honor and eternal power. Amen. Now, I know you excited because you like, oh, yes, I just heard scripture this morning. Amen. Now, you know, you got to read your own scripture and record yourself reading it so God can give you revelation from the scripture. But as I was reading this scripture, as I was reading it, I realized that we're, he said, this is your birthing season. And as we birth what God has placed on the inside of us, we must be aware that it will come to pass at a time when God chooses, not our own time. Now, when I was reading this, that's what I got from that scripture. This is talking about, um, you know, God is going to send Jesus back when he get ready, basically, is what it's saying. And that's all about the timing of God, you know. And so as we birth what God has placed on the inside of us, he's placed some things on the inside of us that we must birth. He said it's birthing season and this is my birthday, birthing month. You got to ask him in your conversation with him, which when is your birthday month? But he said, this is my birthing month. And so as we birth the things God has placed on the inside of us, we must be aware that it will come at a time when God chooses, not at our own time. Speaking of birthing month, this, this is my birthing month. My daughter will be turning 13 tomorrow. And so the month of September, now they had predicted or they had said that she would be born in August when I was pregnant with her, but she was born September 4th. God's timing. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't late. (laughs) she was right on time. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what God was saying to me this morning. He said, the ninth month is your birthday month. I am doing a new thing. What seems late is right on time. And so I just believe that God put me back in remembrance of when I was giving birth to my daughter. They said she was coming August, but she came September. (laughs) The timing of God. (laughs) And then Holy Spirit also wanted me to read that first part of first Timothy so that I can know what should be taught and what should not be taught. So, you know, he said, I allow you to see flaws so that you won't put people on a pedestal. And I was like, "Okay, Lord, how does that even tie in? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's just two different messages. And, you know, God can give us two different messages that he wants us to have in the same conversation in the the morning you know what I'm saying so he was doing that this morning and so he wanted me to read that first part of Timothy first Timothy so that I can know what should be taught and what should not be taught and I learned because he talked about you know uh don't be listening to people that be teaching false doc, you know, with false doctrine or people don't that don't agree with the word of the Lord basically or people that's just promoting God so that they can gain you know, so that they can get money, like people that's just promoting God for money. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, like <laughs> God is just bringing this to my attention and now your attention. But as I was reading that, I also learned from my study notes about contentment. It was verse six that really stood out. But I wanted to read all of them for your reading pleasure today. But godliness with contentment is great gain. 
Godliness with contentment is great gain. Dr. Evans in my study notes defined contentment as being at ease. Remember yesterday or two days ago, delivery with ease, the word ease stood out. He defined contentment as being at ease where you are and being thankful for what you have. But it doesn't mean complacency. It means learning to be satisfied until God gives you more. To me, this is all about God's timing. When we are content, we know without a doubt that God is acting on our behalf, right? Recently, I was listening to this um, this teaching about worrying. And the person said, and I can't, y'all, I can't recall who it was because I listened to different sermons and different teachings and Bible studies and stuff like that. And so I can't remember who said it, but they said worry is like being an atheist. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, somebody... <laughs> That was just kind of like the first time I heard that, you know, if you're having sex outside of marriage, Holy Spirit right there with you while you're having sex and you're grieving him. It's not like looking down on you. He's right there in the act. He's he's being grieved by the act while you're doing it. And so I'm like, oh, if I had learned that, you know, long time ago, I probably, anyway. So when I heard this about worrying being like an atheist, it was like that. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I know good and well, I ain't no atheist, but this made so much sense to me because it's like we worry like God ain't going to do it. We worry like God can't do it, which in essence means you don't believe in God, which is what an atheist is. They don't believe in God. It was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, but no more. All right. No more. We put a stop to this right here, right now, right today, September 3rd. No more worrying. We are not going to worry. We're going to pray. We're going to trust God. We're not going to fear because God didn't even give us a spirit of fear. When we be talking fear, like I'm trying to get over this fear, God didn't give you that. So you need to get, get over it quickly, but you can only get over it with God. It says in second Timothy one, seven, God will never give us the spirit of fear, but the Holy spirit who gives us mighty power, love and self-control. Hallelujah. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Hallelujah. Self-control. I went back, you know, when you go back up here uh, into this second Timothy, y'all uh, first, not second Timothy, y'all first Timothy chapter six. Let me slow down. First Timothy chapter six. When you go back up there, it talks about uh, money, the love of money being the root of all kinds of evil. And by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith. Right. And so when we look at second Timothy one seven about God, not giving us a spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives us mighty power, love and self-control. I don't know why, but self-control and money just correlated in my mind this morning. And I just believe that God doesn't want you worried about money. God doesn't want me worried about money. He does like we we acting like atheists if we're worried about money. You don't think God can't provide for you because he can, he will, and he's already done it. It says about being content. It say you got, you got food, you got clothing, you got a roof over your head. We will be content with these, right? Yeah, because godliness with contentment is great gain. You gaining when you are godly. When you have a, when you acting godly, when you pursuing righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness, when you're doing that, 
when you're when you're doing that and then you're content with what you have that is gaining you're you're greatly gaining with that so anyway y'all you go take a look at first timothy chapter six and see what holy spirit speaks to you in your conversation with him but god is doing a new thing Ooh, he's doing a new thing in our lives he is showing us hey you don't have to worry i don't want you to worry because that's the opposite of believing me he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want us to worry guys he does not want us to worry he wants us to know that he's doing a new thing in our lives and we just gotta trust him we just gotta <laughs> we just gotta trust him we just gonna pray and we gonna trust him and we're not gonna worry god is doing a new thing and i don't know about you but i'm excited about it i just love my conversations with god don't you all right, y'all, if you don't know Jesus, if you worry about your eternity, let me help you. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, let's get your eternity secured. OK, all you got to do is openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. When you pray that prayer, you save your eternity is intact. Amen. I'm excited for you if you accepted jesus christ as your personal lord and savior congratulations welcome to your new life with jesus christ i want you to do me a favor and let me know that you accepted jesus as your personal lord and savior by texting the word saved s-a-v-e-d to 601-299-4398 that's 601-299-4398 oh my gosh i'm super excited for you now let's get into these assignments shall we All right, number one, what did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? And then number two, y'all, don't be mad at me, but I'm going to ask you this assignment number two. Are you an atheist? Because <laughs> if you worrying, you just could be. Okay, I'm calling you out. I call myself out too. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't want to be called an atheist. I don't want to be associated with anything related to atheists other than ministering to them. You know what I'm saying? But the assignment is to trust God and not be an atheist. All right. But answer the question. Are you an atheist? Ask yourself, do I worry? Do I really believe God? Hmm. Ask yourself. Sometimes you might just need that shock treatment of, oh, my goodness. Hold on. Wait a minute. Right. Right. OK. And then assignment number three. Don't forget to record yourself reading the word of God on video or audio and watch. God will use your own voice and give you revelation and this will also build your faith all right and then finally if you haven't grabbed your copy of the one hour prayer challenge make sure you head over to onassignmentbygod.com forward slash shop get your copy of the book that's going to transform your spiritual life in 10 minute increments and then join the one hour prayer challenge live we're going to be starting september 13th 2021 and I want you to sign up by heading over to onassignmentbygod.com. Click on today's episode, The Timing of God. Scroll down to the bottom to the assignments and click on the sign up button. Now, if you're like, I don't have time to do all that, send, send the word live to text the word live to 601-299-4398 and you'll get the sign up there. All right. L-I-V-E. Text the word live to 601-299-4398 to join the one hour prayer challenge live. 
All right, y'all. That's all I got for you on today's episode. Make sure you share. Make sure you are a subscriber, okay? Don't just be listening randomly. Make sure you are locked in with OABG, okay? All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow.